0: Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning
1: and welcome to Consignment Heroes. We are live from the laundry room taking your phone calls all about stuff. Again, this is Consignment Heroes. The show is about stuff, your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. We're talking about anything that could be a, a part of you in your household, part of your family, something that has history, something you just bought that needs to be sold for some value, you need to uh, make some cash or you know, want to acquire some more antiques or items. That's what this show is about. We like to rinse, repeat, and recycle all these uh, antiques. It is a call-in show, right? Yeah, it is a call-in show. Are you going to give the phone numbers? No, not yet. Uh, again this this show is live we can do call in right now for the next about 45 to 50 minutes and we will be taking calls about stuff uh the number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740 again get a pen get a paper make sure they both work because there's a lot of information a lot of numbers, a lot of email addresses a lot of things going on today again the number to reach us right now is 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero. The This whole free number is 1 740 4740. If you missed it, we'll uh, bring it a few more times later in the show. Are you ever going to read the list? No, there, you have three lists here. There's just too much. Can, like,
2: next week, I'm going to proclaim
1: right now, in advance, tune in next week when Bogart reads the entire list. Well, listen, if you put things that actually make sense, instead of just writing any word that comes to your head, you know, then I'll be a little more relevant. Well, that's what we do. And that's going to come clear in this show later on.
2: Because it's good. You're going to see. But we have a great show. In spite of what you're talking about, we are going to have a great show today. Lots of information. A lot, of, a couple of stories. Okay.
1: Now, you know... Uh, you cannot... Dis- you cannot say your stories because they're rants.
2: No, no. These are stories today. No,
1: they're not. Anytime you say a story, it always ends up with you
2: turning purple and yelling. Okay. You can grade them at the end. So... And from now on, we're going to have a special segment, okay? We're going to call it the most expensive segment. And we're going to do that.
1: This, we're going to start one off this week. We're going to have that in a minute. Is that, is that a contest? Like people try to be most expensive? Should we have a contest? Not us. I'm saying other people. We're, we're, we buy things cheap. Like we buy. No, we don't buy. We, the more money our,
2: our clients make, the more we make. We don't go into a house and try and buy a $1,000 items for $20, okay? That's these guys who are pickers. They they know what the stuff is worth, but they want to pay as little as possible for it. What we're doing: the more you make, the more we
1: make. That's the whole idea about assignment. Okay, talking about yeah, Hold on. Talking about everything, like let's say in your house, because so you know I forget to name something. Uh, you know, we're talking about really anything. So it can be anything from gold, silver coins, any type of currency, any sports memorabilia. Uh, beetle items are always popular. You know, uh furniture, not you know, not so much. It's always like uh, you never know what a mess with furniture. Military items like um furniture photos. Or we're sitting on chairs right now. Yeah. They're furniture. Yeah, okay. We'll sell them after the show. Uh you know, any old banknotes, coins that fishing lures, that's what that's what the show is about. So if you have that and you wanna call in, the number to reach us right now is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. What were we gonna say? And it's going to be important. I know that.
2: Well, well, I also wanted, we're going to be talking about buying off your neighbors and we're talking about the people that are advertising this show and to buying locally. I know we're going to be talking later on, but you, I really, this is a time when neighbors got to stick together with neighbors. You've got to buy local, even, or buy Canadian. This is time when you have to go, when you're going shopping, if you're going out, wear your glasses. If you're going online, I want you not just go to Amazon right away. See if your neighbor has, see if someone locally has exactly the same product that you're trying to buy. And when, when you're online, you have a bit more time. You can find out where it's made, um, and where, where they're shipping from. This is important right now because you're going to buy from your neighbor who's going to buy from another neighbor who's going to keep all the cash locally right now. This is, a, and a lot of people don't think about this. So you just go to fast. Oh, Amazon's got, I got it. It's coming from Timbuktu. It'll be here tomorrow, but it's going to be here in one day. But you don't know where the cash is going. And you don't know if you're employing your neighbor. This right now. It's a lot of your friends and your neighbors are unemployed. Sometimes they won't even tell you they're unemployed.
1: You know, I'm, I'm still waiting for something I bought up eBay like three weeks ago.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm just saying really it is annoying. But if you're buying from your neighbors and somebody can just go pick it up. But I'm not trying to tell people to go out of the houses right now or anything, anything dangerous. I'm just trying to tell you to buy
1: local. Okay, no. can I get him the phone calls? Like, you had yes. your story, but that was rant. No, no, that's, rant. Not, that's not my story. My story's coming up later. Oh, great. Um, okay, so...
2: Go to Rick. Get Rick out of the way. Okay. Because Rick, Rick has got things to do today. That's why he called
1: oh, in early. Oh, Rick wants to get, get, get on the go? Okay. Rick, how are you
3: doing? I'm doing great. Good morning, gentlemen. And yes, it is a busy day. Things are picking up. Things are moving. But, you know, I'm still getting asked every day, what's the market doing what's it going to do uh you know and the the answer is the same but i've been getting a lot of questions lately about people with their mortgages and a lot of people unfortunately have had to defer their mortgages and you know and they're sort of on the cusp of whether or not they should sell their house and and is it a good time well certainly if you are planning on selling your home it is a good time for two reasons one if you're in a situation where you have to defer your mortgage. Well, nobody wants to be in that position. So, you know, rather than worry about what uh, tomorrow holds, I would suggest listing your house now for a couple of reasons. One is that we know the market is still decent. Uh, The second reason is that not that many listings are out there. So, you know, the regular rules of supply and demand take hold here. So if you're one of the few houses for sale, yours is going to become more desirable and potentially more valuable. So it's an excellent time. To put your house for sale, especially if you're thinking of downsizing, it's a perfect time. And if you are having to defer your mortgage, it doesn't make sense to wait to see if things are going to turn around, because as it stands now, I can tell you that we don't know going forward if the price they're going to hold. What we do know is that price they're holding right now. And by holding, I mean, based on last year's numbers, we are up a wee bit, but the month to month. Has dropped a little bit. Nothing to panic about. But right now, you're most likely going to get your strongest money. And with us helping you, not just get your house ready, uh, we can. We're there to advise as what to do to get your house uh, in in a situation where you're going to get more money for it and give everybody more peace of mind. Because we are professionals, Paul, and we do this every day. And we're here to answer any question anybody has. Okay. so.
2: When they say defer, that means the bank is not going to forget about your mortgage. They're it's just not going at to all. add it on to the end, right? That's right. So That's if you're right. selling your house and you have to defer your mortgage, mm-hmm. that means you're going to get less money because if you end up not selling for six months and mm-hmm. you defer your mortgage, it's just going to be higher. So that means you're going to get less money unless you That's think right. the bank is just going to forget to charge you more. Exactly.
4: That doesn't seem
3: like exactly. likely, does it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, right okay. now the banks understand people's situation and they know that, cause it, especially with uh, high ratio mortgages where you maybe have a lot of your own money into it, the banks are okay because they know, that, well, you're not really going anywhere. Uh, so they can defer it. It's not a, a, a payment holiday by any means. You still owe it. It just means it gets tacked onto the mortgage at the end. Now, it depends on your plans. If you're in a situation where you have been planning to sell your house and you're not sure, Well, now, not only are you going to owe more money on the property because you've deferred it, but we don't know if the prices are going to hold and maintain the way they are now. So now is an excellent time for the reasons I discussed. And, you know, Paul, no, the
2: thing is, I'm going to go go into the land of common sense. I'm not there often, but right now. If people are deferring and everyone's holding off right now, they really mm-hmm. should be selling their houses. They mm-hmm. were planning on selling their houses. But because right. of the pandemic, they're not, because of this blip in history. Sorry, mm-hmm. I forgot to call it that. This blip right. in history is making so they're not selling the houses. When this blip ends, mm-hmm. there's going to be one heck of a lot of houses coming on the market at yes. one time. And yeah. then the difference is right now you have the choice. You're going to sell your house. You can take whatever you – if someone makes you a low-ball offer, you don't have to take it. No. But if you're in a position where you have to sell because the bank is breathing down your neck, mm-hmm. then the, the the choice is no longer your choice. The bank's going to have undue influence over whether you take that money or not. Absolutely. Would that not be a true way of looking at this?
3: Right. Right. Okay. And the last thing you ever want to do uh, be is in a position where now you're absolutely forced to sell – and absolutely forced to take less than you might have gotten for it before. So yeah. what we're saying is that don't put yourself in a panic situation. Uh, and like like you just said, right now, uh, not everybody's putting their, their house on the market because they're thinking, well, you know, maybe it's not a great time. But that's, that's not true. Uh, the thing is, houses still are selling. Houses are still getting strong money. In some cases, they're getting above asking still, right? Of course Yeah, but if you don't list, you're never going like, to be able i I'm just telling you
2: this. It's not going to be. Well, there are people going around your house trying to knock on your door and trying to sell you by your house. Not as yet, many now, but they usually you know, give me a low ball offer. What I'm right. saying is, you'd rather be selling if you. You don't have to take the offer. But if it's out there for sale, at least you have a choice. You can say if someone offers what you want for it,
3: mm-hmm. why well, mm-hmm. not you,
2: want do you take the deal? And right. that's where we help. We make your house. We try and have it so that it's in position so we can sell it and get rid of. Get rid of the items you want to have to get rid of and keep mm-hmm. the items you want.
3: But, Rick, mm-hmm. we got a full board here. Give me your phone okay. number okay. and you okay. can call so, me. So, any, anybody wants to give me a call, I can be reached at 416 258 3972. That's Rick Tobacco from Roller Page Real Estate Professional. Have a great day, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Now, the rest of the show is going to be more upbeat from here.
2: No? Yeah. Oh, no, no, people are going to be buying. You have to buy and sell houses. I understand this. But a lot of people are. It's woe is me, instead of just going out and doing it. Okay.
1: Okay. Let's go to uh, Chris and Dunville.
5: Good morning, guys. I'll be quick. I got a Bank of Canada. It says Bank of Canada on it. It's an old wooden sign. It's eight feet, six inches long, 14 inches wide, and it's black, but it's got the raised um, gold wooden letters that says Bank of Canada. Is that thing worth anything?
2: Oh, yeah. No, no. People like that architectural stuff. Um, if I had it, uh, how big did you say it was again?
5: Uh, it's eight foot six and, and fourteen Ooh, inches good. wide. I didn't measure the letters, but it just says Bank of Canada.
2: How thick is it? Is the wood? How old do you think it is? is it newer wood or oh, it's got to be older for sure.
5: Well, it's be... Bank of Canada. How long w- yeah, wasn't it change that. from Bank of Canada to the Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce or something?
2: Yeah. Um, I could buy, you know, something at minimum 500 bucks.
5: Really? brass even more. Oh, the, the damn thing for its age is in great shape. There's not a chip on the letters or nothing. It's just got a lot of barn dust on it. No,
2: no, something like that, Bank of Canada. I get at least 500 maybe more when I see it, okay? It's an outdoor show type of idea. It's it not was, some uh, of uh, I
5: believe it was on the outdoor of the bank. Yeah, right here in Dunville. Yeah, and okay. that's I'm sixty nine years old, and I <laughs> it's got to be older than me.
2: You know something, and I, a lot of people forget about the architectural. Right now, we're selling. You know, the Loblaws building downtown. They had a lot of lighting in there and stuff like that. A lot of those lights, the old um, industrial lights, we get a hundred. We get fifty to a hundred dollars a piece. You know, what? your bank in Canada. Imagine went up for auction. I might get more for that. That'd be something I'd be interested in selling. I wouldn't be interested in shipping it so much. But selling it, I can sell that for sure.
5: Okay? Yeah, okay. Now, now, uh, like, I don't have no computer or nothing, but I know people that do. Uh, Like, uh, could I send you, like, uh, if I took a picture of it, could I send you a picture to your shop?
2: Send to Sales, S-A-L-E-S, at Toronto
3: Gold Silver.
5: Yeah, because I know that that comes up on a computer. Somebody looked it up for me.
3: Yeah.
5: So, that's And then awesome. I could just send a picture through that?
2: Yeah, no, I'd love to see that. I'd come down to Dunville, you know. but Dunville's well, that's a long
5: drive for you because, well, I'm a little bit laid up. I couldn't drive over to your shop. I won't drive in that crazy traffic.
2: I'm kidding, but I'm just saying Dunville's not on your way to somewhere
5: else, is it? Dunville, <laughs> no, it's thank God we live where we live. There ain't nothing happening here. Thanks for the call. Well, I got four, four old watches I wanted to ask you about what information do you need off them? I know uh, they're heavy. One is one is, uh, my son says is, is silver, and the other does have a stamp on it that's 14 karat. They're oh, open face thing. watches, and they are they're older than, than I am. Now, what information could I glean off those? And he said three of them actually still work if you wind them.
2: Yeah, okay, here's my advice on watches, and I give this out a lot. It says, if it doesn't work, do not fix it until you find
5: out what it's worth. Oh, I'm not going to pay the money to fix it anyway. A lot of
2: people will spend $300 fixing their $200 watch. Now, in the other case, you've got a gold watch. The golden might substantially outweigh what the watch is worth. Now, your silver one we usually sell it silver, but a lot of times, in case you hadn't noticed, a lot of people are using that thing they call a telephone, and it's uh, in your hand, and they're using that as their
5: watch now. Okay. Oh yeah, so, like, uh, but uh, like, uh, and the one actually has a chain. You yeah, well, I used to have one as a kid when you wore a vest, you know, and the uh, yeah. uh, fob that went through the buttonhole, and you put it in the other side to look cool, and all this kind of junk.
2: No, you what? You put it through the buttonhole so you wouldn't lose the watch. Okay. Thanks. Oh the yeah. Ball. And I'm looking forward to getting the watch, and I can have, give you
5: values on no problem. Well, have what do I post. need, uh, what like, what information do you really need off it, uh, Paul?
2: Um, the weight, the one that says 14 karat, and then in the middle of the on the watch face, it generally has the name. If it says Waltham or Elgin, they're generally not worth. They made billi- millions of watches. We want watches made by small or very important watchmakers. It says Rolex. That's great. It says Peugeot. Some of the good names are still worth it, but most of it, your gold one will probably be worth it more as gold, okay? Yeah, because he did did say that he
5: used an eyeglass on it and it stamped 14 Uh, carats. The buggers are all like the heavy watches.
2: This is a good thing. If something's made out of gold and it's heavy,
1: he can tell you that. So that's a good sign. Well, I think it's <laughs> the best to bring it into our store. So we're at $10,000. Can't. We're at 10,000. Oh, okay. Well, we, we have we're to give our... that address anyway for someone else. Okay. So if somebody else wants to come and, and see it or, if, you know, uh, you still want to contact us off air, the number to reach us uh, off air is 905-737-4653. And that address is ten thousand three forty one Young Street, unit number two. That's on Young Street, just north of Major McKenzie. Uh, let's make call. Let's go to Stuart in St. Catherine's.
3: Hello. Hey Stuart. Hi. I have a box of Marilyn Moreau cards. Um, they're not open. They're like hockey cards, and they're in a box, and there's 30 of them in a box. Yeah, issued about
2: 1990, 91. Oh. Yeah. There's a lot of that stuff. We were in a house. I was in a house helping my friend Roy this week where someone probably spent about 30 grand worth of were on cards, and they bought them in the 90s, and um, those sets go $5, 10 $15. So don't go for a lot of money because... They made a lot of them.
6: Now, well, there's 30...
2: Elvis cards put out in the 1990s. They're worth five dollars. Oh, you have the Elvis cards put out in the 1950s. A set's worth
3: a thousand dollars.
2: Okay, so not all cards are created equal. All
3: right, but, uh, but this this is a full deck, and each each card it has a value of four dollars and fifty cents on each package. There's nine cards in a package.
2: Yeah, that's the, they're 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 recent and. It, and a lot of that stuff, what happens is, we getting into too much of it, except they made so much of it, they stopped making it when they ran out of ink and paper. So they'd make as much as they could because we were buying this stuff. Oh, but there was large amounts of people buying it, okay? Okay. So there's um, a, here, the supply and demand, there's a heck of a lot of supply and not as much demand. Okay. The older stuff, like I said, that Elvis said of the 50s, there's not, they're not making it anymore. They, did, they made a lot back then, but most people threw them out. Okay. It was yeah. Garbage like you know, your your uh, your mother threw out your uh, comic books. She threw out your cards. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is what happens a lot. And they're throwing it out every time they throw it out makes the ones that aren't thrown out
3: worth a lot more money. What about uh two albums? One with um the uh, picture of the calendar on the one album, the other one is a pixie uh pixie dot picture of her full face on an album.
2: That's another they're worth about twenty five dollars. Oh. the original con the original um Calendar with Marilyn Oz from the 50s with her full nude is probably worth about a thousand. I think we sold them before for around five hundred. They're probably in mint shape, but the problem is you have to know the difference between the reproductions and the real ones.
3: This okay. is an album.
2: Yeah, an album. The albums are were worth picture discs, they're $25. Oh, okay. The thing is, you can't really you can play them once or twice. But the quality of the uh, the vinyl is so bad. Oh yeah, that it'll break down if you start playing it right away. That's the same thing with all the colored vinyls. Okay, they're not as good as your your black vinyl is your best
3: vinyl. Okay, okay,
2: okay. I'll let you go. Thank you very much for the call. And thank oh.
1: you. Bye. Now I got a story. No, we you can't. No, we what mean I can't. Hold Who's in charge here? Hold, I am. Uh, if you do want to call us right now, we are live for the next well half an hour. The number of other is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero again that's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero the toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero more calls after the break
7: your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it watching sam at work you're reminded of mom's home cooking make it from scratch never from a box mom would always say that having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that because when you love what you do as much as sam does and you're as good at it as sam is would you serve your family prefab new generation kitchens and bathrooms of guelph made with love from scratch call 519-836-8300 and meet sam at his family-run factory
1: Welcome back to 7 Heroes. We are here live from the laundry room, taking phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. Number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. No, I'm not going to slow down. This is the tone. This is the, the vibe that I go at. and It's going to stay that way. Again, number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740.
2: You're talking fast when I can listen,
1: and you're definitely That's talking
2: okay. fast when I can write. Okay. okay. I got, this is a story this week. Okay. And this is two two things on this. Speed
1: up your story. It's it's already slow.
2: Okay. A gentleman calls me. I'm not going to mention any nature. he's got, his wife's got 18 silver dollars. So we're talking, da, da, da. And it was from 1964. And I gave her the value of the silver dollars, the price of silver. But then he goes and says that his wife also threw out his Ottawa Senators game-worn jersey. I'm not thinking. He just doesn't, doesn't want to know what it's worth. Now, here's something. You know how you've got friends? I know you might. I have friends who say they're always listening to my show. Okay. And this is going to be a test because I want to get a hold. I want to know if Glenn's listening today because this is a story we're Glenn's Alley. Okay. So, because this person gave up, like he said, I was fast. Well, Glenn's in the line, actually. Glenn's, okay. Glenn, how are you doing?
8: Great. How are you guys doing?
2: Good. Okay, so I gotta tell you this story. Gotta tell you, this is a story. So we're oh, talking sure. right, he was just listening. That's why No no, okay, I know. But okay. So she's got he said he sent. he's uh, she uh, threw in the garbage an Ottawa Sanders jersey. And then I'm thinking and he said it was game worn and uh, I'm thinking for a second, his wife was uh, eighteen in nineteen sixty four. Then he says to me, I'm thinking it was the Ottawa Sanders. From the last couple years, who cares? That's worth maybe five hundred, eight hundred dollars. Now, what he says to me is, "It's the nineteen twenties Ottawa Senators that she threw out the jersey."
5: Unbelievable!
2: No, no, no. We have to believe it. It happened. What's it worth?
8: Well, obviously, I mean, Ottawa was a, a top franchise back in the day, and of course they folded in the thirties, but they won three Stanley Cups, so you could be looking at a jersey that was worn by a Stanley Cup winner. They had several Hall of Famers, in fact, even King Clancy paid for them until they sold them over to Toronto. So they're, you know, depending on who the player was, but I would say at the low end, a total nobody, it's probably $60,000, oh. and then, it could go up to 200,000 depending on the caliber of the player. And the only other caveat on that is condition, obviously. If it's decent condition, that's the numbers you're looking at. And it gets discounted based on holes or other types of wear that were done after the player played, like if it got ripped somehow. If it's ripped in games, there's blood on it, things like that, from when the player played, that doesn't really hurt it too much. Or trainer repairs, which you see often. But if it just hasn't been handled carefully in the last 90 years, then perhaps there's some discounting required because of some of the condition issues.
2: But right. Okay. You've made the guy feel five to eight times worse than I told him he felt because I only told, I didn't think it was that much because a lot of people don't realize they have these. this guy went on to play with the Pittsburgh um, yellow jacket. Wow. Okay. A lot of people don't even know there was a Pittsburgh NHL team before the, uh, the other Pittsburgh or the Philadelphia Quakers. Okay. Now, because he played the same... Who would the St. Pat's... You just said he played again at the same time as the St. Pat's did. Uh, that's if you want to know. That's before the Toronto... There was hockey in Toronto before the Toronto Maple Leafs. Who would the St. Pat's jersey be worth?
8: Well, there's one particular jersey when they transitioned from... They were, of course, green when they were just the St. Pat's and then constantly bought yeah. the team and they were changing their name to Toronto Maple Leafs because that was a a military branch he was involved with. So in the transitional year, they actually had a still blue with green. They uh, incorporate some of the blue, but had a green stripe on the jersey. And that's a very rare, I don't even know how many are out there or how if they've been found, but you'd definitely on that jersey be looking a couple hundred thousand dollars. The other typical St. Pat's jerseys, probably in the hundred thousand range. Anything Toronto, of course, goes for more money. But yeah. they just don't appear. And, and they recycled a lot of those jerseys back in the day. So they were never given to the players. In fact, even as late as, like, late 60s, the Leafs, their jerseys in 1968, they recycled them to Lakeview University, who took wow. the watches off and wore a similar type jersey. So it's happened over the years. It's happened in baseball. I talked to Johnny Bauer, and all the years he played, he only ever got one jersey and he said he basically stole it under Harold Ballard's eye because it was after they won the cup in 67. And he sort of snuck it out. And the next day, Ballard called him and said, did you steal that jersey, which he denied. And that was the only jersey he got for all the years playing. So I can't he, believe that Johnny Bauer lied. Yeah. Oh. And these, so these jerseys go a million different places. And yeah. people lose track of what they are. And next thing you know, I had a friend who bought a jersey in Value Village for $10 and sold it for $10,000. And... Yeah. Hockey jerseys are a little bit easier to identify. Football jerseys are extremely tough because they're relatively plain, so it takes tons of research. So the average person out there would have no idea. But if you got a, um, you know, a a dealer who specializes in this type of thing, research can be done based on the tags of the manufacturers and other things to identify if it is a a rare jersey. But you need an expert involved to get that type of uh, knowledge on the piece that you have.
2: Yeah, but it goes back. To, I tell people, you've got stuff that Uncle Albert uh, gives you a story. Pass the story down. Write down notes while we're still around and you're still lucid. If you For know sure. a story about a certain thing that was passed down through the family, at mm-hmm. least write it down.
3: Yeah. And
2: so the other people coming along will know whether you sell it or don't sell it. You still need the information with it. And if this person that had the information, was this was on a Stanley Cup team from 1921. This would not have been thrown in the garbage. No. I don't know what he meant. Garbage man might have given him. I don't know what check the guy gets. Did garbage man go around with checks? No, they don't. Okay. Do you go around with checks, Glenn? Where you bought this? We go cash.
8: Better so, than checks.
1: 60000 Okay.
2: So, no, but the thing is, I want, there's all the other things people don't think about. The city. There are a lot of historical uh, hockey and baseball memorabilia in this town, in people's basements in their attics, and when they're downsizing and moving, that's why they need someone like us to be able to go in there and see what it is and be able to say, yes, this is worth 10,000. No, this world is worth
8: $30. They appear in church bazaars and people phone me just through at a garage sale and they send me a picture right away. And they, they do appear. I mean, it's not something you find every day, but there's definitely thousands of people in Toronto that probably have something like that. And, uh,
7: you know, whether they
8: know they have, it, have it or not, many don't, obviously. One other quick tip for people yeah. though, and we've had this happen a number of times where people have an extremely rare jersey and moths have gotten to it, which is quite typical. And they look at it and the jersey looks like a mess, but typically the crest moths, it's made of a different material. So moths would not go after the crest. So they cut the jersey around the crest, keep the crest and throw out the jersey. So we had a Kennedy <laughs> like that. So we got the crest. From the Ted Kennedy jersey, and that was still worth a few thousand dollars. But even a total moth eaten Ted Kennedy jersey, they threw away fifty thousand dollars. Yeah,
3: no, no, for sure.
2: Well, remember that person I have in this Bill Hewitt senior was his Bill Hewitt junior's wife was selling his stuff in a garage sale.
8: Yes, remember that? I know that yeah. for sure. You okay. found out about it, and we went up and bought the stuff because. She was going to get pennies on the dollar, otherwise. Yeah, 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 for
2: sure. Thanks, Glenn. I want to make sure people know that they can see you, Glenn, on you know that you were on that Vision TV. We did the four one-hour shows, right? And it's on Vision TV. People can go to Zoomer, and you'll see it. I think it's on the first page. They have the four shows, and you can down. You can uh, see them right on your computer,
8: right now, and they'll see and also, who you are. Late, just a quick tip later this week. I don't know how many people are interested, but. Because of uh, COVID-related restrictions. You mean the blip? Okay. The the big show that we normally do, which is May and November in Toronto, May was canceled, so they're doing a virtual show this weekend, Sports Card Expo, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 7. And you can go on your computer, and it's like basically attending the show. You can meet a dealer. You can listen to panels and do all kinds of things. It's all on the site. Just register to... uh, join in this weekend and you'll hear people talk about jerseys and autographs and rare photos and all kinds of other you know ephemera and memorabilia that has substantial value there'll be a lot of discussion on that this weekend great
2: thanks so people have these lottery tickets they just got to check them out. if you had a lottery ticket worth a million dollars you'd go get it checked out if you have these jerseys you ought to get or contracts or game used material anything like that exactly. thanks glenn and that right, now I know care. you are listening. When you tell me you listen every week, now I believe you. Thanks. Always.
8: All right. Thanks take you
1: guys. Okay. Bye. Uh, if you do want to call in right now, the number of reach us is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. Let's go to Pauline in Toronto. Hello. Hi, Pauline. Welcome to the show. Thank you.
6: Uh, I have um, uh, a watch that's Omega. It's about a sixty years old, ladies' watch. That so worth anything? It's gold filled. it's says uh, there in the back.
2: Yeah, Omega is a good watch. But the problem is that people are buying women uh, men's watches because the larger faces. Yeah, yeah. As we're, as we're all getting a little older, we our eyesight is not as good as it used to be. Excuse me. So what we want to have is the larger face watches. And even women are wearing the men's size watches now. And I've, I have a couple of um, people want to buy a, a watch for their um, spouse, and they say, I'd like it to be a men's, wa- men's watch. She wants that. She wants it bigger. They're more popular, and they also, have, if they're gold, they have more gold in them. The women's watches, 99% of what we get, we melt. Unless it's diamond-encrusted, and then we have a hard time getting the money out the diamonds, but at least some people want those. Okay, but the women's watches, as a as a rule, unless it's a top top name, I mean one of the top five, we are not. They don't make it out of our store without being melted. Okay. Yeah, um, but your watch, if it's a women's watch and looks nice, we might get ten, twenty, thirty dollars. Okay. Sorry. Uh, and that's I have another make, question. That's a good make.
6: Pardon? Uh, I, said, I said I have another question. Yes. I have Connie Francis. Um, uh, album, record album,
2: with her on the window. They actually have that in the in the hallway at Zoomer. Uh, when we when we do when we work from non
3: the, the non uh, laundry room, we're
2: down the studio. They have it on the wall there. It goes for about fifteen dollars. Fifteen, if it's in good shape. So the records that they want is uh, Elvis. Some of the stuff out of the fifties, but when you get to the sixties, they want the rock and roll. Um. They have the rock and roll, the Beatles, the Stones, Ugly Ducklings, anything like that. Uh, and uh, the classical is not good, is not that good. I don't know if anyone's doing it. I'm just going to say a shout out. I watched last week uh, Laurel Canyon, and it goes over the music from the 1960s out of California. What a great show. If you have a chance to see that, anyone, I know a lot of the Zoomer listeners would love, they, they could really connect with this show. If you grew up. In 1960, in Canada, the the sound out of California, this show, Laurel Canyon, I really, really enjoyed it. It was well done. But we have to go to the Golden and silver. What? Okay, so that's it? Yes. sir. Oh, okay. No, he said thank you for the call. That's what Excuse you
6: me, can I ask another question? Sure, you can. Um, what about, um, I have a an uh, uh, autograph of Siddler.
2: Daryl Siddler? Yeah. I uh, still live, um, he'll charge about $25. It was on a real nice item. It was on like a, a score sheet true. of his 10 points. Um, so he still does shows and, uh, we, we had him at a show at, um, I used to run shows at 401 and 400 at, uh, Leon's warehouse there. And we brought him in and he'll sign a thousand, two thousand autographs sometimes that are sitting. So he does sign a lot. A lot of people as a, as a leap captain. They like him, but he's still alive, and uh, and he still will do a lot of show, uh, a lot of signings. So his autograph is going to stay like that for the present time. Okay.
6: So is it any any worth uh, any money? Twenty five dollars. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are places. Can you you repeat your your phone number in the air, please? Yeah, nine zero five
2: seven three
4: seven. Uh huh.
2: Four, six, five, three. We're open by appointment only in the store. You uh-huh. we, we saved some, like this week, a person brought in some roll Daltons. We bought for $30. But it took my word when we talk about uh, video games on here. They also brought in $1,200 of the video games. They were, are these worth anything? They thought they were getting their money out of the roll Daltons. They did. But they got a lot more money out of the video games out of the 1980s and 90s. That were their grandkids, you know. Some people we, we do everything when we when if Bogart ever reads the list, which he's going to read next week. Was, there's a lot of stuff on the list that people don't think of. It's like that old thing, and uh, like uh, it doesn't have to be that old. We're, we're going to go on to our our segment right now of um, expensive items, and we're going to talk about books, and I everyone talks about books you know that a Harry Potter
6: anyway. first
2: edition sold for $40,000? Really? U.S. Doesn't surprise you. That's not very old. Okay, but books do sell if you have first editions and stuff.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And like a um, Tarzan is like uh, $15,000 for first edition. Okay. These are in people's libraries at home where they don't think. They'll, the book viewer will come in, I'll buy the whole thing, or you pay me to take it away. Books still, the first editions are worth money. And this doesn't have to be at all. You so don't 40000 for a Harry Potter book
1: is a lot of money? Well, 60000 for a jersey that was, you know, from a, almost 100 years old. is
2: 1997, okay?
1: Okay, well, uh, okay. um, if you do want to call in right now, we are taking a phone calls live for the next about well, 15 to 20 minutes. The number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416- 360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 4740 More calls after the break.
7: Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you or tell you what the estate is worth and their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment need an estate appraised there's really only one choice call 905-737-GOLD
0: place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof all competing to give you the best deal what do you think happens The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal.
1: Welcome back. You're here live in the laundry room, taking phone calls all about stuff your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. Number reach us right now again is 416 360 0740. Again, that is 416 360 0740. The toll free number is 1 740 4740.
2: Okay, now I want to talk gold and silver. Do do- oh, before I go into that, my friend Sam, who does new generation um, products and cabinets. People right now, they don't even think about me. He says, Sam, um, what's your biggest business right now? He says, we're doing people who want to stay at home. They're working from home. They want to make their home their office. And sometimes you have to end because they're spending their whole day there now instead of 10 minutes. They want to have it looking good and being functional. And Sam will do that, making an office. Plus, he does all the other stuff. Kitchens. And he does it perfect. So you can give him a call and like in the basement, you, you it was a basement, now it's going to be your office. You're going to spend it, you decide to make the, the jump, stay at home. You want to have it looking good. The other thing is that Southworks is open now.
1: Okay. South, South, South.
2: With nice wide aisles. And there's uh, 100 dealers there, and it's just a day out. Everyone wants to get out and be safe. Okay? But gold and silver prices. Gold down a tiny bit for the week. 2349 $2, dollars. People say, "Holy cow, we didn't know make that that high." So, that is for ten karat gold. Ten is twenty-six dollars and forty-three cents per gram. 14 karat gold is thirty-seven dollars per gram. Eighteen karat gold. Copy these numbers down: forty-seven fifty-seven. Because if you go into someone's place and they can't tell you what carrot it is. Or how much it weighs, you shouldn't be there. And if they tell you what carrot it is and how much it weighs, you know how much money you should be getting. Because we've had people call me up and says they said you wouldn't pay these prices. I said, these are what we pay. Uh, 22-karat gold is fifty eight fifteen per gram. Silver is $0.56 per gram for sterling. And your silver dollars are twelve twenty-six. Now, people know what we buy it for. Now I we'll want to say what well, we're selling it for. So I have a neighbor, he's on the other side of the wall, and he's selling gold Or we sell for ounces, maples are twenty-four seventy-five. You save around ten to fifteen dollars per maple. So and even if you want to say a hundred maples. You will save $2,100 by buying those maples from me, okay? Because people will buy 100 gold maples, a lot of money. On kilos, you say we sell exactly the same. We sell for 76700 for kilo, the exact same kilo. We get them from exactly the same place, okay? But ours are $1,060 cheaper. The exact same gold, exact same cash you're going to give me, you're just going to give me less of it. If you're buying, if you're selling your gold, you should go for the highest price. If you're buying your gold, you should buy it for the lowest price. This is solid advice I'm giving right now. And we're selling. He's selling silver maples. I just looked it up at thirty-two, thirty-three per gram per silver maple. We sell maples right now at thirty dollars. Now they might be in all different years and stuff like that, but in the new maples of 2020 and 2021 were the old maples. So, would you rather pay? And so, if you're buying 500 maples and you're paying thirty you're paying uh, it's a thousand over a thousand dollars more for the exact same amount. Okay,
1: exact same done for your rent.
2: That's not a rant. That's a price. Buying the if you're selling sell at a high price. If you're buying, buying at the low price.
1: Well, that goes for. It's you. not
2: right. It goes for everything. But a lot of people think that. When they're with gold and silver, they seem to click out. Their common sense goes out the door sometimes, okay?
1: okay? Let's, let's get to the phone lines. You can go back to that after. Uh, this show is all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. We're talking about comics, sports mobility, not only just gold and silver, but like anything. You have like garden equipment. You have something sitting in your house that you think has a value, something in your curio cabinet, something in your drawer, jewelry. That's what this show is about. Again, if you want to reach us right now, it is 416-360-0740. Again, that's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 4740 And if we don't get you in today, you know, just giving us a call back next week. Uh, let's go to Diane in Poppenham. Where? I don't know. That's what it says. Poppenham. Poppenham? Diane, where are you from?
6: Tottenham. 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 Yeah, that's north of Toronto. Do you know where it is? No, no, we both do. I know where it is. It was just my son. Some days
2: he can read. Some days he can count. Today he must be a counting day. Pop <laughs> in okay?
6: Yeah, I How just we... wanted to know. I have a signature, Tim Hortons. It's been authentized and been everything. It's original.
2: Uh, Timmy's probably about four fifths. Depends on what it's on. It should be verified. Uh-huh. Now that's we had Glenn on earlier on, and Glenn brings up um, the people from um, uh, JSA, and Tim Hortons one of those autographs. Now if you sell it raw, you might get 150, 200. They're going to say, I don't know if it's real, la, 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 la. If you get it certified,
6: yeah, you'll get certified, the full money to...
2: for it, and you'll get probably 400 to 450. I have a piece right now. I have two Tim Hortons I have to get verified.
6: Yeah.
2: And Tim Hortons, Terry Sachuk, um, Doc Plant, a lot of those guys from that time period, people are collecting them. You know, a lady brought me in a Terry Sachuk letter, and I thought I was going to get it to, she should have get it authenticated. It was probably worth about $1,500 yeah. on a picture and everything like that. But your Timmy's like that. If it's a nice piece you got it like that, you know where you got it. It's not, I'm not saying that you're, there's anything wrong with you or know, you're lying or anything. But if it's authenticated, because we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world, yeah. if we authenticate it, we can get you more money.
6: Yeah. That's what you want to do if you're going
2: to sell it, right?
6: Yeah. Now, well, I- where it came from, my husband used to deliver furniture, and he delivered to Tim Hortons' house the week that he died, and he oh. signed it on a piece of paint for Tim Hortons Jerry. It was the week he died, So he got killed the week uh, two days later. Oh. That's, I, know. I always feel
2: sad when I hear about that, you know. But then Patrick is one of one of the greats, but in something like that, that might even be if it's on an official piece like that, it might and if it's dated. It might have a little bit more uh, value to it. Not going okay. to be ghoulish here, but people will pay for it a little bit more in some cases. Okay. Okay. So but where are you is located?
4: Something...
2: Pardon?
6: Where is your place? Or your business?
2: We're at ten thousand three forty one Young Street, and it should really buy it but, or we should get it verified. Um, okay. A lot of people don't realize they have this stuff at home, but that's a it's a nice autograph. A lot of people collect Tim Hortons. Yeah. Okay.
6: Thank you and very much for the I, call. I had it. Um, Pardon? We did the authentic license, and it is an original one. So Pardon? I got, an, I got the paper and everything, same as an original signature. Who who it
1: authenticated done. it?
6: Um, I can't remember. One of these guys at one of the shows. Oh, if, if you've already done that, it was done by, it was done by,
2: it was done by JSA, and that's Jim mm-hmm. Spence. Uh, then that'll help. That if it's authenticated by Jim Slans, yeah. it's easily saleable. Okay. Okay and we can help Okay,
6: so that. I will get back to you. I'll come maybe down one day when I get a chance and see you and bring it down, okay? No well, problem. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, thank you very much for your help. Okay, thank you.
1: Bye. Call. Uh let's go to Gary in Cambridge. Hi Gary. Hey, hello. Hi, welcome to the show. Uh
4: thanks. Uh, first time caller. Oh,
1: well, okay.
4: we don't have one of those little bell things here, but okay. Pretend the bell's going off. Go ahead. <laughs> Listen, uh, I've got um, three ticket stubs from the nineteen seventy two Summit Series games, uh, five, six, and seven. Yeah, uh, and I got them at a uh, garage sale. And there's also some uh, other stubs, and I believe I don't speak Russian, and I don't read it. But I think Congrats. this guy must have went to the, um, to the opera or to the ballet. And I've got those ticket stubs and a lot of other little stuff that he collected while he was over there. I just wondered, are they worth a lot or no? A lot. A lot. Uh, I want to see what condition they're in. Um,
2: maybe something definitely interesting. Very collectible. Because there's only small contingent of Canadians that went over there. The Russians wouldn't be keeping the same way we do over here. And most of the people hand them down on their family, so you were lucky enough to be the garage sale where none of the family was there. On um, set, probably thousands of dollars here involved. I haven't seen everything, but definitely worth me taking a look at and verifying. Okay. Okay. And even the and do not please. I'm, it's your stuff. You do whatever you want with it. But um, two things: one is don't separate anything. Don't throw anything that you think is innocuous or how does this go with it. Keep everything together. Let us throw it out if, if it has to be thrown out. Uh, the other thing is handle it as least as possible. Um, tickets, I just put them in pages of a book, on um, because more as I say a lot of times something's been sitting in a cabinet for 30 years and nothing's happening to it. In the first 10 minutes, of people say, "Wow, look at this," they do more damage in those 10 minutes than happened in the last 30 years. Uh-huh. So it's important. Condition's going to make a difference here, and uh, but, but keep the collection intact.
4: Yep. Okay, because yep. you might yep. be,
2: um, people will pay, like, you know how sometimes I say that people want to buy, um, uh, say, a pack of 1957, of uh, a uh, uh, hockey card from 1960s. If you had the wrapper, that'd be worth another $300. If you had mm-hmm. the were 10. If you had the yeah. pack it came in, that's worth now another 1000 to $1,200. If you mm-hmm. had the box that came in, it's $30,000. So it goes up mm. exponentially for the things that people throw away. So what I'm trying yeah. to do here is tell you not to throw away
7: anything.
4: Okay. Now, That's I got a jacket really also from 1948. Yeah. And this is from the Flying Dutchman. Okay. okay it's a senior team that played out of Kitchener-Waterloo. And yeah. on that team, there was eight ex-NHL players. Yeah. That's what are yours. we looking for at that? What is it, a program? Arden. Pardon? What is it? Sorry, no, it's a jacket. It. Oh! From one of the guys um, that played on that team. You don't know what player it is, do you? Yes, I do.
2: Oh! Now, so rather than say all this, you should call me in my store. Okay. 647
4: okay. Uh, I have your number.
2: Oh, yeah, I was getting my cell number. Okay. Yeah, okay, um, I have that, too. Give me a call on this. We can come up with a value on this. I even talked to my friend Glenn on it. Like I'm okay. saying, there's stuff in people's basements. That, and lucky you know, he probably has a crest on it. That's why you know it from the Flying Dutchman. Um, but anything like that, it's worth money.
4: I, I yeah, can even this guy's name down. was Sparky Weiler. Okay. And you've probably never heard of him, but uh, he did go with the Toronto Maple Leafs for a bit in their... I want to say in their minor league system. I'm not quite sure. Don't quote me on that. But he did play a lot of hockey. Um, and then he played senior hockey for a while. Okay. Other than that, I don't know much about him.
2: I'm looking forward to seeing the 72 stuff. I can, two things are going to happen. You're going to leave with a smile, and yep. you're going to be hit, or you're going to leave with a lot of money. One or the other. Yep. How's that? Okay.
1: Okay. Sounds good. I will call you. Thanks. Bye. Sounds good. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, Let's quickly get Neil and uh, Neil. Hi, welcome to the show.
3: Oh, thank you very much. Um, uh, the, uh, listening to the lady talking about her uh, Connie Francis album, I thought to myself, "I've got a Beatles um, Abbey Road.
6: It mm-hmm.
2: hasn't
3: been opened. I don't know if that's of any particular value. Oh, I know there yeah. are probably millions oh. of them out there, but you
2: no, know, the factory sealed stuff on the albums. Unusual, if you'd have that." Um, they go for substantially more. Where an Abbey Road might go for 10 to $20. We know yours to be perfect, and it'll probably never be un- unsealed. People collect sealed albums. I'm going to bet Abbey Road will probably get about 100 They made a lot of them. Now, it depends on which pressing it is. But uh, probably, I mean, at least 100 okay. I don't have to even check, but maybe more. Um, but they, the problem, going what's going against you here is that there'll be other pressings later on. And uh, from Sam's or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, I so see. They, mean, they re-released yeah. it. Now, if it's, a first lead, if it's First Abbey Road um, and it's sealed, probably a couple of hundred.
5: I see. Can you
3: tell by some uh, serial number or something? Yeah, it we'll have a it.
2: number on That's what I see. We'll have a number up the spine. This is something you can check on um, eBay a bit. It'll give some of it or Discogs. Okay. Discogs will give you the information and some pricing. But then you'll know how to do it. And if I see it, I just look up the spine. There'll be a number on the spine. Right. Or it'll not say mono, but it'll say stereo and a number on. It. Okay? okay? Thanks very well, much. We're running out of time today. Thank okay. you much for the call on that. And you can bring it in or call me during the week, and I'll get you exact information when I have them in front of me, okay? Okay,
3: fantastic. Thank
1: you
2: very much. Thanks so much. I didn't get to go with my highest price thing today.
1: Oh, well, you can save for next year. No, no, I'll save for next week. Are you going to read the list next week? I'll see. It depends. You have to revise the list. Um, if This show is all about stuff. If you're just joining it joining now, if you're joining it for years from now, this is what we do. Uh, we're at 10,000. Uh, 341 Young Street, Unit Number Two. The number out our store is 905-737-4653. Uh, during this uh, whole, um, you know, thing that's going on right now, like we, the blip, have a blip, and whatever you want to call it, uh, we are a little bit more restrictive. Uh, so if you want to come to our store, just call us ahead of time if you can, and uh, you know, we can make something happen. Because everything is going back to normal, but uh, so we still want to make take the proper precautions to make sure everybody is safe. safe. So. The item that we're going to talk about next week is worth over half a million dollars, and it has to do with
2: Bogart. Not you, Bogart. The other real Bogart. Oh, the other Bogart. But I don't care. No, I'm just saying that. So I want everyone to be safe and buy uh, from your neighbors. Be careful where you're buying. Things are important.
0: No, things are not important.